Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChambaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Audio Frontier. Larson. Oh, he's in. Hedrick Larson. That is sensational. Celtic Daft. Welcome back to Celtic Daft from Football Daft. I am producer Ryan. We are currently recording at 20 past 8 in the morning. We're a wee bit tired. Chris is just after night shift. You've just tanned a chicken curry. Chris, how you doing? I'm always only joking about the chicken curry, mate. <laughs> <laughs> I, was, I was kind of hoping you were joking about chicken curry because that gave me the fear, eating a chicken curry at 8 in the morning. I need to make sure that I heat up the fried rice like good, though, say that. <laughs> exactly. Uh, right, mate, let's just get straight into the podcast this week. Obviously, if anybody's listening, get on the patreon.com forward slash football daft. You can become a patron on this. Um, sorry, you can become a pundit on this show. Too early in the morning for this, mate. Right, two games to look back at then. We've got Thursday, Bodo at home. Um, we sat here last week talking about this game, mate. Um I have a feeling that you're gonna you're gonna go for me here. Um I said that I'd be disappointed if we get put out after this mob because it's something we should be expecting to to beat. You quite rightly now said that we should not underestimate them. What did you make of that that game, mate? Uh, you know what? It's uh what John likes to say this, it's a free hit in Europe. I hmm. still think we'll go through. Right, okay. I do, I still think we'll go through it, but I think we'll have learned a lot for Thursday night, and this season was always going to be a learning process anyway, you know what I mean? So, I I think that quite a lot of Celtic fans underestimated them, but when you look at earlier in the season, and the one thing that we should have taken advantage of was the fact that they were in their pre-season. Right, they're not, they're not, and you've seen us at the start of the season getting pumped off teams because we're in our, our pre-season and they're like halfway through their season. Most Scandi teams are and stuff like that and yeah. some European sides seem to be. So, you know, like I said, it was a learning a learning experience. I think we'll learn off it. We maybe won't go through, but I don't think we'll get beat off them in the, in the return leg. Fair enough. Well, let's kind of delve into the game then. So it was a, a 3-1 defeat. Uh, for us, Bodo looked like a, a well put together teammate, didn't they? You know, but where did it all go wrong for for Celtic for you? Where did we where did we get it wrong on the right? Um, really, I mean, as good as Bodo were when they had the ball, Celtic had most of the ball. Mm-hmm. You know, we, I, I don't know, man. I, I I don't know where it went wrong. To be honest with you, Ryan, because. What? One Never. thing we were talking about, mate. One thing we were talking about was um, Rogic and O'Reilly. Like, Rogic had a, a, a pretty poor game. I'll get your thoughts on this. Um, overall, I thought O'Reilly looked like one of the only guys on the pitch that was trying to make something happen. 
Um, a lot of people saying two of them can't play together because two of them are more advanced players. We're better with that kind of that guy alongside McGregor than one advancing forward. Do you do you agree with that? Do you think the two of them don't work well together? I, I thought that's a bit Rogic and Turnbull earlier in the season. Um, and I think Matt O'Reilly's kind of in the same mould as Turnbull. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I think it, the system that we play, it, you need to, you just, you need to trust the manager, right? But the system that we play, I think, suits him into the holding midfielders rather yeah. than the two advanced because we do have the two on the wings and the striker as well. So, you know, it's maybe a wee bit overkill and two players try to do the one job, really. So, I I think it's, I don't think it's that you can't play Rogic and O'Reilly. I think it's if you want to play them both, you need to give one of them a different, a different role. Aye, because I mean, effectively, like you say there, we've got the two wingers, we've got the striker. If you've then got Rogic and O'Reilly both trying to play that same position, you've effectively got five guys powering up the pitch. And one defensive-minded midfielder, which, Aye. you know, when, when you're playing against a team that are playing pretty much the same system as you, you know, then they're going to be able to overload your defensive uh, midfield area, which yeah. they did do at times, you know what I mean? That, that boy up front that they... Uh, do you know what? I couldn't name one of them. I honestly couldn't name one of them, but the boy that they had up front that went down pretending to get hot in the face when he never, he had, what a game that guy had, man. He was fucking brilliant. Mate, do you know, see when he fucking set up that goal, I was he like... absolutely fucking skint them, didn't he? Aye, but mate, do you know what it was? I'm obviously sitting at the opposite end for, for this happening, and I can see him doing, and we've got all my play, and he's still there, rolling about in the flare, and I was, I said to my mate, I went, he's going to get up and fucking score. I could just, do you know, I could just tell it was coming, because he got up, he walked back a wee bit, the ball came to him, ripped Greg Taylor, a new one, cut inside, squared it, goal. I was like, I've fucking seen it coming. I, I was just written in the stars that it was going to happen for the guy, man, after him getting fucking booed. Massively. Um, nice wee transition then, mate, on to Greg Taylor. Um, we sat here a couple of weeks ago after the Rangers game. I gave you stats on Greg Taylor um, in that game and the, the performance he put in, the performance he'd put in a couple of weeks prior to that, um, saying he's kind of looking a lot better. I thought on Thursday he had probably one of his worst games for, for Celtic, man. I, I thought he was terrible. You know, we, we, we do slate him when he, when he doesn't play well, but uh, over the past few weeks we have been praising him, but I was right back to the old Greg Taylor on Thursday night. Aye. Mate, I, I would have put scales on. I would have took him off and put scales on because Greg Taylor looked terrified. No, the scales are better. I would have put Tom Boyd on, mate. <laughs> no, but listen, no, that scales is any better than Greg Taylor. I, I think the, the, the two of them are all right players, but we need better in that position. But Scales is much better suited to the system we play, though. I just think he wouldn't be as scared. I thought Greg Taylor looked fucking terrified by the, the situation that he was in. Every what single I, what time. What I would like to say as well is, I thought everybody was raving about their left back. I thought he was there to be got at. Mate. I, I, thought, I thought their left back was dreadful. i seen that on, on Twitter. Everybody going, oh, go by their left back, go by that. Mate, I thought he was terrible. For starters, he's a right back. He's a right back. He's not even a left back. For starters, but um, same with Juranovic for us, I suppose. But 
I, I didn't think he had the best game. He kept, he didn't have a left fit, so he kept putting the ball out of play. I know. I, I, know, I, was... I, didn't, I didn't think he had a great game either, Brian, but everybody, like you say, everybody was screaming and shouting and saying how good he was. I thought he was shite, man. I think people are clouded by a few of the moves that they had forward because he was quite good I at the old I think it could have been a one-legged man playing at left-back for them, but when you compare him to the left-back that we had that night, <laughs> you know fair. what I mean? You can understand people's point of view. It's like, Working back into this fucking scenario where we're struggling to find a left back now, it happened for years and years, Ryan. Like, but you maybe not even remember. Like, we never had a good left back after Tosh McKinley for a good fucking six or seven years. Are you slating Danny Fox, mate? You better not be slating Danny Fox in a podcast. Danny Fox came and went in the blink of an eye. Six months, wasn't he? Is, is it Danny Fox? It's at fucking uh, Ross County then or something like that? No, I think I, last I seen Danny Fox was playing for Sunday down south. I think there's a Danny Fox playing in the SPFL now, uh, but I'm not sure if it's the Danny Fox. Right, okay. Well, fuck it. While, while we're on in, I'll double check. I'll go to Google the new Danny Fox. Let's see what he's up to. The new. Da, 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 da. No, that, that Danny Fox has no longer got a team. I think he might be retired. Um, the last team that he played for was Wigan and then East Bengal. East Bengal? So, yes. So, all right. Interesting. Yeah, good for him. Good on you, Danny. Spreading his wings Right, to the old end there. Uh, right, back to the, the, the game then, mate. So, we, we go 2-0 down. Um, just kind of looking a bit a bit bleak for us I think overall I couldn't really see anything happening um, I was saying to my pal during the game I thought Maeda was offering nothing out out in the wing mm-hmm. uh, for us or sorry up front for us he then gets moved out to the wing and then typically when he's out in the wing is when he comes inside and scores a goal for us it's a cracking heater as well nice wee mm-hmm. deflected heater see when that goes in are you sitting there going brilliant we're in here we go man we're on I mean- Aye, and then like, I was sitting in the room watching it, right, with, with Sammy, and obviously we've scored, so I'm fucking going daft. I mean, like, I, I actually turned out, I mean, like, watch this, they've got the part and score again here. <laughs> but I, like you said there, when, when we got the goal, and by the way, like, I text you at the time, that, what a header that was. It was an absolute beach. Right, so, um, <laughs> and he meant that one. But not not what you're looking. <laughs> he did mean. I said, get one legit sell it go this season. Brilliant, good for him. That's him. <laughs> right, but uh, I, I, when he, when the header goes in, I'm like, right, kick on now, because for a while before it, we had them on the ropes. We were knocking on the door for a while, you know what I mean. And then when we finally got the call, I was like, right, that's it. The floodgates are open. Hopefully, uh, and I just when I when I'm thinking that, I'm then thinking. Right, we need to fucking, we need to keep them out for a minute. You know, Daniel, get them temples, mate. Uh, get, get back on the, get back on the ball, and we never got back on the ball. And again, though, it's a fluky goal, man. Because if it, if it if it does not hit Carter Vickers, I think it was that it hit one up. I think so. Right. Was it? it was. I will him up. No, it was Cal. Was it no Cal McGregor? It was Cal McGregor, wasn't it? Can't remember. I was too. I was too agent to pay attention to it. I can't remember. Somebody will uh, correct me anyway, no doubt. But I, it was, uh, 
it was just unlucky, but I need to say something. I'm starting to Joe Hart scheme me fucking the fear. I can't sure. I can't remember even the last time he attempted to make a save. Well, we, we were waiting for the train after that game and uh, mate Scott was with me and he was like does Joe Hart save shots anywhere? Like I actually he started the season he was putting off great saves and keeping us in games and stuff like that he just doesn't seem to make any saves anymore I feel it's like we don't talk about him doesn't seem to make any saves it's as if any shot on target he doesn't even make an attempt to save it mm-hmm. you know what I mean it, it, it's Looking at the the goals there, right? Fair dues. The one that's deflected has went over him. There's not much that he can do about that, right? Um, but we'll go on to the goals against Dundee and mm-hmm. uh, later on as well. But we'll talk about it a wee bit further. But you know, I think now going into the summer, I think Joe Hart's a great a great person to have in the squad, right? But I think we need to address the goalkeeping situation. That and a long way, a long way left back. We, you know, obviously we big uh, Jacko coming coming on to a game and saying that Barkas is his best mate. Uh, we maybe just need to fucking keep Barkas while the big man's there. Do you know what I mean? But uh, what I say is, I think we need to address the the goalkeeping situation, Ryan, because uh, he's not. He might have all these great stats and all that, but recently he's not been doing it at all, man. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> uh, so let's look ahead then mate to, to Thursday um, we've got a, a trip to the Arctic Circle which is going to be interesting for us um, effectively we're needing a, a, a 3-0 win to go through here 2-0 takes the extra time doesn't it there's no, no away goals uh, 2-0 takes it to the extra time away goals rules been scrapped so Aye. Um, so uh, if, if we get the squad the squad right obviously Greg Taylor was dropped at the weekend we'll get on to that one um, we brought in Ralph and put Juranovic at left back we brought back in Hitati, uh for Rogic as well we went with Big Jack out front Maeda and Jota probably swapping Maeda for Abada do you think that's the team that that will get a job done for us well going forward uh, at the weekend there I thought we looked really good. I thought uh, like Jack and Marcus was, was brilliant. The, mm. the full game, I thought it was excellent. He needs to curb this fucking being outside every two minutes kind of thing that he's got going on the now. But right now, if like we spoke about it last week, right now if I had the choice between Jack and Marcus and Maeda, I'm, I'm choosing Jack and Marcus. And mm. if I had the choice between Maeda and and a badder. Right now, I'm choosing a badder as well. But I do think there's more to come through my head. I don't think he was bad at weekend. I thought he, I thought he played all right. Um, I, I thought he played all right against against Bodo. Really, um, I thought he played really well. No, no, he was all right. I think he's definitely a, a, a decent player and he's, he's playing well now. But I just think in positions, if we're going to go up front, I think Jack Marcus is going to give us more at this minute in time, and I think we can't drop Abada for such a crucial game with the form he's been in recently mm. as well. So I, th- I think it's not through any fault of his own that I would drop him. It's just it's literally just guys in positions that I'd, I would prefer. Um, I don't know, mate. I think we've seen us this season blow teams away in the first half. You know, R- Rangers, most notably, you know, the performance they put in that game. 
few goals as well. Um, I I think if, if we get a good start, if we get an early goal against them, I think it will settle us. And then you've effectively got a full game to get to get two goals, which we can do no bother. You know, when, when you really think about it and break it down, it, it, we can do it at no bother. Obviously, that keeping the door shut at the back, mate. Aye, no, that's I, I mean. Don't, like, I don't have any. I don't have any fear in his scoring goals. Mm-hmm. But it's you know, even though we we've still got the best defensive record in the league and stuff like that, it's we we seem to. I don't know how we have because <laughs> we seem to concede a lot of goals. Do you know what I mean? So it, it baffles me. I will still get the the best defensive record. Everybody else must be leading like a self. Aye, um, right, mate. Who's your um, Celtic rated for this one? Then we need to bring this back. I forgot to do it last week. Uh, Celtic rated for the Bodo game. Aye, have you had to pick one? <laughs> I think you would probably. Aye, or Matt O'Reilly. I thought Matt O'Reilly was probably the best player in the park after this. Aye, I should go for the zero. Uh, right, free rain, Dafty. Oil. <laughs> Dafty. Uh, aye, do you know that there is the end that stands out like head and short. Greg, we'll go Greg Taylor. Eh? Aye, 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 Greg Taylor. I, I, I think you say Greg Taylor, or it would be Rogic for me, I reckon. I, I thought he'd have. I thought he had a very, very poor game. I thought that the ball just wouldn't sit to him at all. He was he kept losing it and then looking dead lazy, tracking back as well after he's given it away. I, I was getting quite frustrated with him, to be honest. So I, I'd probably pick him, to be fair. Uh, right, so second game to move on to then, mate, for this week, Dundee at home. Uh, bottom, in, bottom in the league, Dundee. Aye, they're still bottom in the league. Um, just sacked their manager, brought in the saviour, Mark McGee. Um, seven the, the first of his six game touchline ban, which is mental for a interim manager. But anyway, um, you always expect a, a kind of new manager bounce um, with, with any team that you come up against. Um, so we'll, we'll, we'll kind of delve into it. So twenty six minutes in, corner Dundee ball comes across, evades everybody. Uh, Danny Mullen back post scores. Mate, it's another goal we are losing from a set piece from a corner. I said to you probably about four months ago, why are we so shite at defending corners? I but what you need to take into account is we were for a long time there, we we didn't concede the set pieces. So I don't know how they've fell back into this line because mm. like I I don't know I don't know what's going on. I genuinely don't know what's going on because whoever is setting them up, but was it is it zonal? Um, some of them seem to be doing zonal marking, some of them seem to be uh, what taking a man. You know what I mean? That like, getting back to the game against Aberdeen, Christian Ramirez seemed to be on his own all the time. The the most dangerous player on in their side mm-hmm. and we are zonal marking against this guy and he's just walking away for our defenders. So I the both the goals against them be were, were poor uh, for a point of view. But one thing I noticed with the, with the corners recently, we don't seem to have any height in the box. We've not got anybody who's commanding in that box. Like Carter Vickers, who's probably the same size as me, like he's he's no he's no tall. He wins a lot ahead of us, but he's not a, a big tall guy. Um, right. Starfield's all right. The rest of them are pretty wee. Man, you look at the box: Taylor, Hatate, you know, Star- Riley was in Starfield, there. Starfield's got that that quality where he jumps and manages to become smaller. Aye. Do you know what I mean? I, 
he's he's not very good in the air at all. One uh, one guy I think we miss in that situation is Julian. I think yeah. from from a, from set plays both ends of the pitch. Actually, I think Julian's a big threat for us up front from our own corners. I mean, we, we don't ever score for the corners either. That's another, I remember, another issue. We've I got. remember the days. See the Martin O'Neill days right now. Every week when we would go to Parkhead, my dad would put twenty pound on Bobo Baldi, twenty pound on Johan Mialbe, and twenty pound on Josh Fulham for the first goal, right? And yeah. I don't know why, but the bookies would always be giving you 40 to 1 or something like that for it. Right? And every other week, he would be going home with a big wedge of fucking money in his pocket. We would score for corners all the time. Mm-hmm. And it's a it's a lost start right? because I think a lot, a lot of teams don't know how to defend corners, right? But a lot of the, we don't know how to attack for a corner. <laughs> So even if a team can't defend for a corner, it makes no fucking difference because we are rotting at it. Mate, the last one I can think of was probably Welsh when they scored against Betis. Remember Betis early on? Um, I think that may be the last time we scored directly. For, I, I might be wrong, so they'll probably prove me wrong on that one. But... No, I, no, I don't think that. I think we're... Did uh, Carter Vickers not score for a, score a header or something? Or... We scored for a corner recently. I know that. Bye. Definitely. Can't anybody remember them anyway. Going going forward in this game, you know what? I want. We. I don't. I don't know. We seem to be caught getting caught offside quite a lot. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? And it's not to do with. It's not to do with like what Maeda being too fast for the linesman to fucking. You know what? just flagging for the, for the sake of it kind of thing we're, we're actually offside when you see it you know what I mean we, we're actually offside look for Jota's goal that got chopped off against Dundee uh, at the weekend there that was it was a great finish by the way if it had accounted Aye. it would have been a, fucking, a great goal right but he's a good two or three yards offside I don't know look, teams are seem to be playing an offside trap against us and we keep going and in Jota's defence on that one, I think there had been a move where he's he's went through and then the balls get cleared. <clears throat> but it's not getting cleared as, as far as he thought it is. So he's making his way back. But I think it's back into him. It's, it's quite quick at coming back to him again. Aye, so it's can... like just a natural reaction kind of thing for him. But Aye. He, knows, he knows he's offside, right? He knows he's offside. So what's he doing a big fucking fancy scissor kick into the top corner for? He could have just Right. Would you know do that? I'd do that. I mean, I could, I could be about four years offside and I would do an overheat kick if I could. <laughs> Absolutely no hassle at all. Uh, right, right, so we, we pull it back, pull back two goals before the break, big Jack and Marcus. Uh, two very well taken goals. I thought his first one was brilliant, you yeah. know, to kind of have that swivel in the box. Aye. That reminded me, I remember the goal Larson scored against Rangers at Parkhead. Yeah, these backs were descending from the and void, man. That's exactly what that goal was like. And I like, <laughs> I was sitting watching the game with Chris Bungard, right, because we had a show on Sunday, an ICW show, so we're sitting in the... In the uh, N- never heard it, mate. Never heard it, mate. <laughs> right, we, had, we were sitting in the, the dressing room and we, had, we were watching all his goals, right? So we're about five minutes behind, right? <laughs> so... I, obviously, I'm getting the, the updates before 
we're seeing what's happening. And I'm like, right off. I didn't do scored. So we're sitting with Jason Reed and coach as well. Right? Rangers have just dropped points at Dundee United and we're sitting, we've obviously come in, there's obviously been a bit of banter, so we're sitting down to watch a Celtic game, bang, and they have scored, right? And obviously, they've not went too, too mental. They've went, oh, I, I will come back anyway. So obviously, Big Jack has scored uh, twice and we're celebrating like fuck. And uh, then I've been sitting with Jason to my side and I've got the, the update to each event. Fucking then they have scored and he's went, No, they haven't. I says they have showed them it. Big coaches clocked it. No way, oh, they've started to celebrate a wee bit, right? So <laughs> I had to go away to do something. And uh, I've got the the fucking update for, for the third goal. Right. So I've I went in straight away, but <laughs> Bungie's turned around and looked and I've went, three, two, uh, yeah, celebrating and all that. Bungie turns around and goes like that. I've been, ever since you've been out of the room, I've been waiting on you coming back in. Uh, where's Toll? Where's Toll? He's it, it was fucking, it was funny, mate. It was, uh, <laughs> it was, uh, so, as soon as you walked in and knew something good had happened, if you didn't, nothing good's happened in the game. Exactly. Yeah, so I said, as soon as that goal went in, I got here as quickly as my wee legs could take me. So. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually at the time what I was doing, right? I was going to test the ramp, see the ramp. Did you see the fucking angle the ramp was at for the mate, show? Mate, why was it so steep? <laughs> mate, I was walking up there, I was shitting myself, man. <laughs> uh, but something happened and my bit in the, the show got changed, so I got put on the commentary instead. So I was like, ah, yeah, I slept fucking walk down that bastard and ramp. I was By the way, mate. By the way, mate. Some jacket you had on. Some jacket. I like that. I like ah, that. Bellboy number. What a jacket, man. Just seen the wee man strutting out with his fucking... Megaphone, he's big jacket on, like the Del Boy. I was like, hey, yes. <laughs> aye, aye, it was good fun, man. It was good fun on Sunday, but aye, that was, uh, I've got a bet on with Jason Reed. I, I don't know if I tell you about it. Aye, you've, to- you've told us, aye. So, so he's like, uh, after, after they beat us at the start of the season, the next show, I walked in and I said, what size are top are you? <laughs> so he walked, in, he walked in on Sunday and we're like, eh, I'll be taking measurements for you. For your new jerseys, Mr. Toll. <laughs> <laughs> for anybody who maybe missed that, Toll's got a bet on with Jason Reed. Whoever wins a league, um, the other person has to buy their, their strips for next season. Just anybody who maybe is cottoned on too late to this joke. Um, but I, mate, I'm looking forward to seeing the three taps that he buys you at the end of the season. It's going to be good. Hopefully, they'll build us. Fingers crossed, I'm not meaning to go into my fucking bank account to get him taps. That's all I'll say. No, it was a good boys, but sorry, getting back, to, getting back to the game, I thought. Going forward, I thought we were excellent. Um, what a, what a nice we interplay. Some of that I actually said that I said some of the football we're playing today is excellent. It really right. is. It was great. And uh, what you said there, big uh, Jack and Marcus, we two goals in uh, the first half. Two great finishes. The first one, like I say, reminded me of Larson. The second one. Do you remember what I said last week? I said he's, he's a sort of striker that if you give him a second to think about it, he'll make an answer. Yep. Right, I stand by that because all three goals were pure instinctual finishes. Mm-hmm. You know what uh, I mean? Mate, also, on the on the first one, I've seen a lot of folk talking about the goalie. Um, can I spell on it? I got a different view on that, mate. I think that ball from my edit is an absolute nightmare. The ball Aye. he puts in, mate, that's the goalie does not know what to do with that one. That could literally Aye, end if anywhere. If somebody gets, if somebody gets in ahead of a defender in the near post, the goalie's fucked. 
you know what I mean? So the goalie's in two minds. Yeah, I totally agree with you, mate. I don't think it's a it's an, a cock up with a goalie, but I do think that uh, the ball that Maeda put in, what you said, is a nightmare. It's right between the goalie and the defenders. There's mm-hmm. nothing that the goalie could have done. Otherwise, the only thing that you can say is he, sh- he should maybe hold it, right? But it's coming in at him that quick. He's got no time to react. He's also worrying about somebody getting in in front of him. So I, it, there's no, there's no blame to be afforded to the ref, uh, to the goalkeeper for that. Aye, no, I, th- I totally agree. Um, right, so we go in then two one up half time. Come out for the second half. We think right, we'll kick on, get our goal, settle this, whatever. Um, Sixty minutes, mate. We can see the game like you've said there already. It's another. Another set play. It's a free kick into the box. It's a free header for the boy. Bottom corner. I don't even know where to start with it, mate. I really don't know where to start with it. You know, I was sitting watching it and it was one of these games where we were we were bombarding it. You know, I've just had a wee look there. 81% possession we had in this whole game. Hold on, I'm echoing a bit there on you. 81%? Right. 81% we had the whole game. Um... And they, they, we gave away a stupid foul. And in my head, I'm going, we're going to fucking concede for this. We're going to concede for this. And then see, after it went in, Scott turned to me and went, I knew that was going to happen. He said, I didn't fucking see it, but I knew it was going to happen. I don't know why. I just had this feeling. Just another set play against the runner play. I was like, this is, going to, this is going to go in. And we poorly defended it again. I don't know who it was that was marking the boy. I think it might have been Carter Vickers. That was that was meant to be marking the boy, and he just got up above him, and he just put one bottom corner, mate. It's another howler to let in. It's a it's a great goal for Dundee's point of view, though. It's a, a mm-hmm. good header, good finish. Uh, but I Celtic could have could have defended it obviously much better. Uh, like you said, I'm not certain if it was Starfield or uh, Carter Vickers, but there's there's so much in, room for improvement. In the defensive situation, um, that's maybe the one, the one area that we should be concentrating on uh, coming summer. What, what I say is a goalkeeper left back. I would bring in another centre half. I'm still not a hundred percent sold on Carter Vickers, mate. To be honest with you, I, I don't know if I would pay the money for him. Um, well, sp- speaking of that, mate, we we were saying at the weekend. I think that was. I, I've been a big fan of Carter Vickers. I thought that was probably his first. Very very poor game at the weekend that he's had for us, and in a team performance that was that was decent. I thought he looked very very ropey at the weekend. I don't, I don't know why. I don't know why that happened, um, but he did look a wee bit out of sorts. I I agree with you. I, I think he did. He did look out of sorts. He was. Uh, I don't. I don't know what you said. I I don't know what's caused it because he's been. He has been. Good. I don't think he's been as exceptional as everybody makes out, but he has been good. The one thing that I will say is he never seems nervous, but I think in that game he looked nervous. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So it's maybe it's the fact that Julian's maybe breathing down his throat a wee bit, uh, breathing down his neck a wee bit, sorry, or I don't know, maybe could be anything, could be anything that could cause that, Ryan. It could be something outside of football, even. Aye, possibly, so, possibly, and, but, and it could potentially just be one bad game. So we'll aye. see. We'll see how he kicks on. Yeah. Hopefully, he gets out of system. Uh, right, let's talk about the last goal then, mate. Um, Dundee on the break. Um, 
the, the, the breakaway, one guy up front with one defender, Juranovic is back, and I'm sitting going, ah, fuck, here we go. Like, this, this is it, man. 87th minute. I'm like, this is going to happen. I see him breaking through. Juranovic, great defending, takes the ball after the boy, powers up the pitch, gives to Jota, overlaps Jota, Ralston in the back, squares it to Ralston, bullets it across, and there's a the big man again for the perfect hat trick. Where you see Big Jack and Marcus. What a goal of us, mate. Well, what about, what about that header? Honestly, unreal. Uh, that guy should have went to a chiropractor after that because I've got no fucking idea how he got his head in the position to, to score that goal. Mm-hmm. Honestly, there's a there's actually a picture and it looks as if he's fucking. He's upside down almost, isn't he? Next attached to his fucking body. You know <laughs> what I mean? But I, uh, I was uh, sorry. I started to tell you. So me and uh, Bungie and I were sitting before the game. And we both said the same thing. Uh, no sold on the big the big Greek boy yet. No sold on big Jacko yet. Um, and <laughs> he turned right to me straight after it and went like, watch this, he'll score a hat trick today. <laughs> and sure enough, and, he did. And, you know, uh, like I said... Look at you now with your Jack and Marcus tattoo, I know. <laughs> I know, I've been eating fucking is better. <laughs> so, uh, like... Like we always say, Ryan, you know, uh, if we're gonna if we're gonna uh, criticize somebody uh, for the things they do wrong, then we've got to give them the praise for when they when they do things right. And I thought he was excellent on mm-hmm. on Sunday. I really did. I thought he was brilliant for start to finish. Get the get the offside thing under check, you know what I mean? But I think he doesn't uh, trust his pace enough. If you know what I mean, I think pace is, pace is a big issue. He's he's not slow, but he's a big he's a big kind of cumbersome kind of guy. Do you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. he doesn't immediately strike you somebody that's rapidly fast. So I think he tries to get the 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 head start on the defender, and that causes him a problem quite a lot. So what if I'm the coach? What I'm telling him to do is hang back. You know what I mean? Because if the balls are if the balls can down the wings. Then if he's making a later arrival in the box, then that's more options because he'll have uh, midfielders in there behind him as well. Mm-hmm. So he's and he does have that tremendous striker's instinct. He really does. He's he seems to always be in the right place when the ball's coming in for the wings. You know what I mean? But see when we're, we're going forward and we play, we try to play a ball through for him. He always seems to be offside. And it, it was frustrating the life out of me against Bodo. Aye. But uh, it's, you know, it's something that it can be coached on, hopefully. And like I said, as long as the wingers are ahead of him, then I think he could bag a lot of goals for us this season. Mm-hmm. A lot of goals. Nice one. Um, right, so who's your rated in this game then? Got to be the big man. Ah, it's got to be, Hannah. It? It's got to be Hattati. Hata- was it? Was Hattati's no? Was it Hattati or O'Reilly? The fucking some of the passing was incredible uh, for the midfield as well. And like I said, some of the some of the football that we played in the lead up to uh, the two goals in the first half was outstanding. And obviously for the for the winner as well, it, the football we're playing is amazing. And you know it. I think it's just the defence that's letting us down, Ryan. It, you know, if we've get if we could get that solid, get them 
working as a unit properly together. I don't know if he would maybe need to address the whole fucking wing-back issues because we seem to be giving away a lot of fouls out, at the, out on the wings at the edge of the box. Mm-hmm. And I think that's because the, the wing-backs are so far forward that it's leaving the two centre-halves exposed and when the wing-backs are coming back, they're maybe not getting there in time and it's causing fouls. So it, it, a few times, like against Aberdeen and stuff like that as well, that's caught us out. So it's something that needs to be addressed, definitely. I thought we noticed the difference again. Um, having Juranovic at left-back and Ralston at right-back at the weekend, I thought just looked like two assured football players rather than oh. just one. Um, I do think nobody lose something with Juranovic at left back. We do lose something and him, but I think it's a better option there just now than Greg Taylor. Yeah, I, I think I just hope we, they don't fucking drug test Juranovic because I think he must be on some PEDs or something. <laughs> that everybody, look, obviously, I've spoke up my head and stuff like that, but Juranovic is really, really, really fast, man. Oh, he's like, brilliant, mate. Like, you see when it, what you're saying there for the build up for the third goal. See when he burst up the pitch, man. He was going like a fucking linty. Do you know what I mean? So it was brilliant. He's he's been brilliant. He's been a great signing, and I just hope that we, he's still there come the summer because I think there will be a lot of interest in him. He's a he's a right good player, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, right, Dafty, you picking one? Dafty, Joe Hart. Joe Hart. Nah, I thought that. Can I disagree? Can I disagree? Uh, right, mate, so we're... Sorry, I did. I said Big Jacko, didn't I? I picked Big Jacko. Um, right, so we're now, after the results of the weekend, mate, we're now three points clear at the top. Uh, effectively four, if you include goal difference, because we've got quite a quite a big goal difference over Rangers just now. Um, it's a nice buffer to have at this stage in the season, isn't it? Having that there. Aye. Aye. Um, I would obviously prefer it to have been... Uh, four point four point yeah. lead, you know. But uh, yeah. if, if only they could have held out for another fifteen minutes, Frank. Mate, I but, couldn't watch the end of that game. I actually couldn't watch the end. Of it. I had to leave. I was getting too excited. Like, yeah, I'm more into it, man. Rangers. Were... <laughs> I, <know. laughs> I, don't know how, I don't know how they drop points. And that, by the way, when they when they talk about that, when they talk about it in the Celtic game as well, what is going on with referees with penalties and well, I was going to, you know, let's very quickly transition to the news. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. It's Nakamura. It's Nakamura. Because that's something I want to bring up in the news is, is refereeing performances over the weekend, mate. And we'll, we'll touch on both games. Um, sure. But we'll, we'll, we'll talk about the Celtic one first. Obviously, we've got the... We two kind of clear penalty shouts, I think, in this one. One of them... Was a wee bit soft, maybe the other one on Jack and Mackie. So, what is going on? The elbow. Hi, mate. <sighs> what is going on? Honestly, that was brutal, right? That should have been a penalty, right? It should have been a penalty. The Dundee one at the end, uh, where Jota handles the ball, that should be that should have been a penalty as well, right? So, oh, do you think? 
I don't think that should have been, mate. Oh, uh, mate, he totally fucking controls it with his hand and brings it down and kicks the ball away. It's a, it's a, for me, it's a penalty all day, right? Mm, However, it, it, on the flip of the coin as well, Jack and Marcus, that's a stone waller for me. I've seen a guy getting knocked out like that in the UFC. Mm-hmm. That's one of the sneakiest elbows I've ever fucking seen. And by the way, it's deliberate. He's meant it. Oh, you know what I mean? So, A, the guy should be off the park. It should be a red card. And we should have had a penalty. Um, then you go to Tana Dice. Do you think, just very quickly on that, mate, do you think it didn't go in our favour because Maeda got a header in just after him? Almost like a kind of play-on situation. Do you think that's maybe what's clouded the ref it's judgment? Bit, it's, it's violent play, Ryan. I know, I, I agree with you. I do agree. I'm just thinking that may be why he's not giving it for it. I think, it, right, it might, it, it might turn out to be the absolute worst thing that ever happens to Scottish football, but we need to at least try VAR. We need mm-hmm. to. Because, like you said there, that's a that's a penalty. That's a goal. We go three one up, right? And it was three one. It was two one at a time. Aye, that would have been that would have been three one. Right? So, so we go three one up, right? That's that game over and done me. We would probably have kicked on and scored a few more actually, mm-hmm. right? Um, again, it's the refereeing performances across the board are shocking. Now we'll move up to now we'll move up to Tannadice and let's talk about the Wednesday Dangers game as well. Um, I listened to Rangers Daft last night. Obviously, there's two um, kind of penalty decisions in this one. The first one, what are you thinking with the first one? Was that the Sakala uh, one? No, that was the the one that the ball cleared out and hit the guy's hand just on his left hand side. Aye. Early on. I can see why that one wasn't given. If it was against Celtic, I would have been screaming for a penalty as well. Well, put it as a Stevie Burden said no. He, he said it's Bosnia Vice, that's not a penalty. Aye. I, well, it's... <sighs> what I say is I'm, I'm only, for a Celtic point of view, if I had been against Celtic, I'd have been screaming for a penalty. I can see why it wasn't given, but I would have I would have been screaming for a penalty for us if it, if it, if it, was, if it was against us. The Sakara one, fucking hell. That guy, it, no, he should have waited till the end of the game and asked him for his jersey, do you know what I mean? It's fucking, it, I don't know what the what the defender's thinking, right, for a start. Mm-hmm. But, what's the referee? <laughs> it's the fact, see when you look at the back, mate, the referee is in a good position, but so is the linesman. I know. You've got two officials looking directly at this this situation. Who Aye, went, but the angle both of them have got fucking earpiece in, earpiece in with Peter Lawwell at the other end of it. Don't do it. Don't do it. Just don't get it. I remember that, remember that time the, uh, the linesman shouted, Doogie, Doogie, you still lost for that. <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that one? <clears throat> no. What was that? No. Selic at Tanadice, right? So, uh, the ball falls out fucking Gary Hooper goes to put the ball in the net and the referee gives Celtic a penalty. Right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, the the linesman shouts the referee over and whispers something in his ear and the referee goes like, oh no, actually it's not a penalty, it's a free kick to the United. Right? And mate, the fucking, the referee quit and everything that I will he get demoted, I'm sure, and the fucking it was all all sorts of shit. I mean, that's how 
we ended up with foreign referees. Remember, we ended up with foreign referees. Aye, the good that, boys that winning. All stemmed for that, mate. Aye, that all stemmed for that. So it was. It's it's bonkers, Ryan, because like people have said that for a long time, but my point has always been: it's not. There's no any sort of bias in it. I just think that they are completely inept. Aye. You know, the, the standard of refereeing in Scottish football is it's a blot on Scottish football, mate. See if somebody's watching that, right? That that Rangers game or that Celtic game, and they're seeing referees just letting things like that go. It it totally feeds into that tin pot fucking public reputation that we've got everywhere outside of Scotland. Mm-hmm. And we all know that Scottish football is exciting and it's it's more entertaining than the big games that you get on Sky and all that most of the time. So it's to have I think they need to look at it. I th- I would go with X pros to be honest with you. You know what I mean? Ex-proser, all you do is you just line them up. If they've ever played for a team, they don't referee that team's games. They know the game inside out. They know where to make a call. I mean, it's the pundits. You look at pundits like Rio Ferdinand and all of that. They can they can tell like exactly what's going wrong. You know what I mean? And the referee nine times out of ten has got no fucking. He's got no nothing to answer to. It. You know what I mean? Like the they never ever get dragged for it, and you'll not hear anything. Rangers made a big song and dance about it, right? And made a complaint to uh, the SPFL about it. And the in the long run, that could work out well for all the clubs because if it kickstarts them into action to doing something about the standard of the the, the referee, and then you know it's only going it's only going to be better for all the teams in the league, all the teams in the league. And I think if you take into account the fact that they've put off far for so long, we, we need that in our game because the referees are not fucking capable of doing the jobs themselves. Mm-hmm. But then you take into account who's going to be fucking doing the VAR. So I, it's, a, it, it's a horrible situation because the game suffers for it, right? They, they were saying apparently that VAR is scheduled for here not next season but the season after is when they're looking to bring it in. That was the, the, the thing I seen last night. Why is it taking a year? Don't know. I don't know. I also seen somewhere saying I can't I can't remember the league now, so they'll be able to correct me on this. It was like a, a, a kind of low down Norwegian league or something like that. Some or, or just just in the Norwegian league in general, or something has VAR and they have like a fraction of the budget that we have. Um, mm-hmm. overall and they they have VAR so I, I don't think it's financial I think the cops would happily pay for it you know it's, uh, it's it can't it... be that it can't be that dear no but it also can't be that dear what, what I don't understand right see when they say about, about having VAR right you could you could actually have like a kind of diet VAR where you could literally just have somebody in a studio just watching telly like we're watching telly do you know what I mean? You don't need all this fancy, this fancy stuff put in and installed in systems and whatever. You just well, need something to be a replay. You do because you need all the cameras. You need apparently. I think you need to be able to see it for four different angles. See the incident for four different angles, right? Aye, but do you know? Because look at the the Sakala one in the weekend. Somebody could have said Ellie Barber could have been sitting and went down, went ref by way. That's a fucking stonewall penalty, mate. 
stole my penalty all day because she's got the view that I we've all seen. Ryan, it's not surely it wouldn't only be VAR for the TV games. <clears throat> no, I know, but mate, every game has got a TV crew there. Aye, but every... that's that. No, but that's what VAR is. It's like a centralised unit. See what you're saying there. It's just somebody sitting watching the game. That's what it is. Mm. So that's like see when see when the referee is listening on his earpiece. That's a guy that's sitting watching the game on the telly, going through the replays and stuff like that to see yeah. if it's a penalty. So I, that's I mean, what it is. But there's I, no reason why that can happen now because see, see if we sit here, um, for example, in a few weeks' time or a, a few weeks ago, even when we played St. Mirren, right? And people had to subscribe to St. Mirren TV and pay 15 quid for it. Mm-hmm. We, we could watch Celtic at St. Mirren. There was cameras there for that, enough to broadcast on tape. The BBC, you've got cameras at every game. You know, the BBC show the highlights on sports scene every mm-hmm. game of. of contentious decisions that happen in games so the cameras are there people are there so if somebody from sports scene can sit and clip up a package for for TV for stuff that happened in Ross County St Mirren up in Dingwall mm-hmm. the cameras are there send an extra official up to watch them cameras during the game it's it's oh, like, a, like a live or like, just like a live feed kind of thing Aye, just a just a live feed. This is the same way that you would watch it on any. Is you'd watch it on Sky. Listen, I know this is probably a bit simple for me to say, like, but it's probably a an easier fix in the in the meantime to send one extra official to sit in the stands watching the game on telly. You know, I, I've I've been to Handon and I've sat behind the press box. They've got the fucking TV cameras in front of them in the press box. They've all got tellys in front of them watching the game. On, mm. on that you're seeing all the replays you're seeing everything that you get at any other normal game it happens Aye. at every single stadium just send somebody to watch it just and and rely yeah, on him what, what, what you what you should uh, take into account would be it needs to be uh, an, like an impartial adjudicator kind of thing do you know what I mean so it, it mate, could just be our ref train us up and we can go and sit in a fucking room and watch football and tell them where they're going wrong Aye, exactly. Just send me your Rangers games, mate. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bullshit, man. Bullshit. He's fucking, he's dived, man. He's dived. That's <laughs> a red card for Morelos, by the way. How was it? Don't know. Oh, oh, the camera missed it, but I seen it myself. He called the fucking lines on a wanker. <laughs> <laughs> Aye, mate. Imagine that, me and you doing VAR for Rangers games. That'd be class. I know. The, be league, the league would be won by fucking February, mate. Mate, mate they'd be relegated. <laughs> <laughs> fucking relegated. But like a penalty United. Exactly. Like a penalty United, mate, the boss in the centre of the pitch. Penalty United, mate. Penalty so. United. <laughs> uh, right, wait, one last thing that to talk about. Um, and I want to just get your, your thoughts on this. Jack and Marcus, after the game at the, at the weekend, did you see his comments that he made? I needs to shop. Aye, I, I wanted to get your, your thoughts on that because... I see, um, I see, that's Rangers team talk done for them for the next game, do you know what I mean? I, I'm not a fan of players coming out and flapping their gums. Chris Commons was fucking famous for it, man. Uh, it's just, it's unpro- unprofessional for a start. And like I said, that gives your opponents the spur on that they need. So, not anybody where's will. Where's, where's, where's the fucking... Uh, the press, the press training for these people. You know what I mean? Uh, he's obviously the, the first thing that you would be doing if it was a press uh, 
press trainer at the club would be right. See if you get asked this, you say this. See if you get asked this, you say this. Do you know what I mean? You, well, he's, to be he's fair, there is. Buzzing. They've caught him right after the game. He's he's just scored the hat trick. He scored that uh, last couple of minutes winner. Got his three points. Put his uh, three points ahead of Rangers. He's obviously on cloud nine. Do you know what I mean? And mm. they've asked him the question, and he's just said what he's feeling in that moment. You can forgive the guy for it. You can forgive him, but aye. Somebody for anybody, to... anybody who who missed it, I've got them here. He said, "I think they will win the championship. The squad is really good. The best in the league." We are better in every single part of the team than anybody else. I mean, he's not, tell us a lie, mate. There's no lie in there, is there? For the big man. Look at you, look at you, <laughs> right in your brain there. Look at you, right in your brain there. <laughs> no, I'm trying try to remember exactly what he said, but uh, it's hard, it, it's hard to argue with it, right? But, but don't say it. Fucking, you say that to your pals in the pub, you don't say it in front of the fucking telly cameras, know what I mean? Johnson lays up the shot! So that's it for Celtic Daft then. Chris, you'll be back on the, the main pod this week. Uh, you're recording it today, actually, ahead of the European Games. Um, that'll be out on, on Friday. Looking forward to having a wee, a wee joke with the boys this afternoon, mate. Uh, if I manage to fucking go out my bed, Ryan, I'll have a Aye. great day today. I suppose I've kept you up quite late here, enough for you? This is quite Aye, late. Of course. Also, also, I hope I don't see any jokes about Rangers that offend anybody. Aye, aye. For 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 anybody listening who got offended by Toll's jokes about Rangers, um, lighten up, because uh, they were fine. They were all right. He he said worse. Put it that way. He said worse in the past. Fredo set me up for him. Do you know what I mean? He did. He, he chucked that up for him. Uh, right. So, aye, you'll be back on Friday on the main show. We'll be back next week to to look back at the Bodo Glunt game. And I think if we got a game at the weekend, we are. Away to Hibs, I'm going. I'm going away to Hibs at the weekend. Terrified, oh, yeah. mate. I, I got a wee, got a wee ticket for that one. So, nice um, one. that'll be a good trip. Aye, um, I'm going to the Josh Taylor fight on Saturday night, though, with the boys. Oh, so, yeah. I need to get up, I need to get up in the morning, get a three through weekend, Edinburgh. Quite the weekend, Ryan. Quite busy, mate. Quite busy. I'm wrestling on Sunday, so I'll not even see the game. Bloody, bloody hell. Ah, you will. It's a 12 o'clock kickoff. Oh, your dancer. I will really? see him. You'll see the full game. Oh, I don't know if, I'm, if I should be saying I'm excited about it. Easter Road's somewhere we always tend to struggle. You know I didn't I mean? know what to say this, but I've been to Easter Road once and we drew. So I didn't really want to say that. I don't know if I should go, but... I've see. been a couple of times and I don't think I've seen his winning either. Huh? No. I think this is one of these... We were, we were talking the other day. We've got, obviously, Hibs away this weekend next weekend we'll get Samaritan at home during the week but we've got Livy away next Sunday as well that's when Big Jacko comes into play mate if we get by these two games if with six points we're laughing especially well, Livy away mate nine, nine points mate we've got I, 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 I mean I mean the two away games I mean getting points for the two away games because um, they're, they're, they're tough away games to go to but aye we'll see how that one goes we'll deal with them when it, when it comes to it. But anyway, Crystal, I'll let you get to your bed, mate. Thank you. Here we go. Audio Frontier. Live.
Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.